Good morning, Mike Sorg at Sorgatron and Twitter from Sorgatron.com. That's the blog where I'm posting these uh, here personal podcasts as opposed to everything else I do through the week. Um, geez, how many podcasts am I up to? Oh, it's an addiction. Anyways, another addiction I have is pro wrestling. Um, I, I, <laughs> there's a big one happening uh, this weekend. It's now a uh, Friday here. Uh, Saturday is the International Wrestling Cartel's 200th show um although i do wonder because the last time they had a hundred show which i just wore the t-shirt for the earlier this week i believe it was supposed to be like under norm connors uh so i don't know if that that's factored in oh well anyways uh so of course now new promoter everything like that but uh definitely a lot of history of those 200 well i've at least seen a hundred of them more more than a hundred of them uh over the years uh, I have in my possession a, a piece of history, this Dream Machine vest from a guy that wrestled in, like, I think they said 2002. This thing has been in the possession of Hacksaw Jim Duggan, in the mouth of Abdullah the Butcher. It's been all around, uh, worn all around. It's it's it's, it's got a history uh, as long as, as as the IWC does. And... Uh, and and it's it's the first indie group that I, I discovered here in Pittsburgh. I, I can't believe I was around for six years in Pittsburgh and didn't know there was indie wrestling. And then looking back at, you know, taking over the production as I have, you know, I, I have access to their extended library. And I'm talking like 2003 matches with CM Punk and, and AJ Styles, you know, before a lot of people knew who the heck they were, right? Like, they were just coming up and making names for themselves, and Pittsburgh's one of the places where they did. I discovered around 2006, I had stumbled across their television show um, that they were producing at the time. I had actually run into, at a dope concert, uh, a young Jason Gorey, now just Gorey of the Generation Dead, and other factions of similar names, um... You know, wearing a uh, uh, f off two dope shaggy two dope shirt, and uh, he knew me from the Juggalo stuff, apparently, uh, if I'm recalling correctly. So I-, I gathered up some of my friends of the recently started Wrestling Mayhem show. Actually, I think the first show I just took Chachi, and then I drug the guys along the second show we went to, and uh, it was one of those like, oh, okay, Loki's going to be on the show. I've heard of him. Uh, a, a good bit with, uh, I think, between probably at the time TNA and and the little bit I've been hearing from Will of Ring of Honor. Um, you know, uh, there's, uh, I can't remember so many other names. Ray, Ricky Reyes was another Ring of Honor guy. Um, I can't, I'm sure there's somebody else. Maybe there was an AJ Styles. Probably not an AJ Styles. Um, but I had, I, I went in, checked it out. I'm like, hey, we'll get general admission, whatever, you know. Um and uh, it was at this court time sports center. Apparently, I think they were within the year pretty new to that venue. Um, and uh, it's one of those like we went to, you know, I always say a good indie kind of brings you in with some of the names to draw you. Right. But it's the action that 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 makes you stay. And there was a lot of good matches. There was there wasn't I can't remember any like what the hell is this guy wrestling for? Uh, moments that you know you sometimes see in indie wrestling uh, i've seen that in several other promotions where it's like okay this is a weekend warrior guy this is this is not a guy angling to go to the wwe right versus i felt like this was a group of people that are all angling to find their spot in the wwe these are all hard working wrestlers they put on a tremendous show 
Um, and it was it was intriguing. It, it was uh, the night we were there. Their title was vacant, so they're they're doing a night long tournament. So I really got to be introduced to several, you know, to to a lot of the roster and a lot of the roster a couple times to get a, you know a second look at a few of them. I mean, guys, you know, guys like a Ricky Reyes, uh, who I believe won the tournament that night. Low key, uh, seeing him in person was just fantastic. Um, and then you know, moving on from there, I I was just hooked. I don't think I hardly missed a, a show. After that, I, I remember the first pod camp, which was uh, just a couple months later. We skipped the after party, which is apparently a big no-no. The, the Tiki Lounge people were were hanging out at the Tiki Bar down in Southside. Tiki Bar people at the Tiki Lounge, maybe? Tiki Bar TV? Yeah, that's it. That's it. Um, that's how into it we were. To the point where over a year later when I, I was approached to, hey, can you help with the website, or hey, you know, can you help with some video, I definitely said yes, <laughs> and here we are today. Um, it's been a great ride just just observing as a fan, you know, whether, you know, a lot of times I look back at moments uh, with the IWC, and um, I, it's almost indistinguishable in my mind, the moments that I was there as a fan, and the moments that I was there uh, behind the camera at ringside or up in the up in the eagle's nest under the under the hard cam which I, I think I've only done a couple times um you know it, it's you know seeing seeing necro butcher uh, uh use our friend wheels who's in a wheelchair uh no I'm sorry Jimmy debarco use him as a weapon uh to to wheel him towards necro butcher um you know, seeing guys like AJ Styles and Christopher Daniels in person and, and meeting them, you know, uh, walking through a curtain and, and almost running into Ric Flair and getting a handshake and an introduction on a night where people were <laughs> probably paying 50 bucks to get something signed, you know, um, was a really cool moment for me. Uh, you know, meeting guys like, you know, meeting Mick Foley and, and, and shooting a little bit with him. Uh, you know, I, I know my, my wife is still giddy from the time she got to, uh, uh, interact with Rowdy Roddy Piper, uh, working the DVD table at uh, one time, you know, uh, our, our friend Mayhem Missy, who got to be kind of a uh, superfly Jimmy Snooker's handler for the night and, and the story that came from that, you know, I mean, just so many great moments and, uh, it, it's, uh, really cool to see that group still pressing on. Uh, still trying to push the envelope, doing what we can to to get that word out there, and that's why I feel like my part is, of course, with the video side. You know, I'm doing a lot of things, trying to get these digital uh, videos on, on 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 new platforms, uh, uh, you know, all all around. Find new ways for people to discover it, because um, you know, you really kind of do get in your own fishbowl, right? And I discovered that when we went to National Pro Wrestling Day. And, um, and, and there was a match from several different promotions out in Philly, um, at, at this armory put on by the people that usually do Chikara, um, which is a pretty big independent promotion. If you're not familiar, I, I check them out. They're, they're just fun. There's a good show, fun, a little off the wall. It's like a cartoon in the ring sometimes. Um, I, my one friend down in Texas actually get to work with a lot of them on a show, uh, where they did sort of a crossover event at Inspire Pro NWA, um, but anyways, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, 
nobody knew who they were and nobody knew who John McChesney and Logan Shulo was, which I thought was a travesty because John, John McChesney is one of the guys that, uh, he's, he's been around, you know, for whatever opinion anybody has of him outside of the ring. He definitely one of those guys that just delivers, uh, great matches and has since I first saw him on TV winning super indie four, I think it was, um, and Logan Schill is a guy who I just saw get, well, squash debuted at least last night on NXT. This guy's in WWE, you know, um, right now. Like, so he's definitely got it. If he's, he's even made it to squash status, I'd say. <laughs> uh, but look, there are great things from there. I mean, just that, that's the kind of stuff. Um, one of the really cool things about getting into indie wrestling that, that you can experience as a, again, and not even as somebody that gets involved as a fan, you get to see these guys come up. If you go to something every day and it's for everybody, um, you know, IWC's, I think the big mainstay here, but you know, even those people that have been with RWA for the like five or six years that I see come every, every month and get to see these guys develop and get to see these guys, you know, some of those guys from there now, you know, popping up with ring of honor, for instance, you know, um, that's a really cool feeling. And there's a lot of memories that you'll have that not everybody has. Everybody can pop in the network and go remember the NWO or Steve Austin era, but you'll remember that night where, uh, hentai and balls, hot Troy Lords had the most devastating ladder match you have ever seen in your life. So where are you into that? You know, might be a little off. Do you have any indie wrestling that you're into? I know we have a whole other podcast to talk about that, but what are you watching that maybe you're not, you know, that's not mainstream? Or what's your personal, you know, you know, personal unknown thing that you're into uh, that that that's that's a little less than mainstream? It could be comic books, it could be movies, it could be uh, you know, something like that, independent movies, uh, let me know in the comments or at Sorgatron on the Twitter or at Sorgatron.com is where we post these, of course. Please subscribe to uh, Good Morning on iTunes. And, of course, uh, the er Sorgatron Media everything, everything feed includes this on iTunes and Stitcher. Uh, we'll see you next time. Have a good morning.